Three, two, one. Alright, this is the uh, vlogcast for round 17. Hosting is Mr. Moral Victory Cookie, and joining us is Fremantle's number one supporter and proud Portuguese man, Jose Mourinho. Hello, and isn't it Defecto who's number one? No, I'm not number one, I'm number two. And uh, back again, we have the one, the only, the immortal Teach. Fucking hello, hello. Fucking chopper teach here, and uh, there's one thing I know is the cats are fucking shit. Joining us also is the number one fan and proud creator of all Hawthorne's cringeworthy stuff, Penal. Free kick Hawthorne. Alright, joining us is proud player sponsor of James H. Morgan Ashley. Hot pies. Goo or tears for Morgs. Um, I have goo. And it is in the form of Travis Cloak. Um, for the amazing, amazing performance on Saturday to come back from where he was, just, it was wonderful. It was wonderful to watch him take 12 marks and actually be a contested marking beast, unlike Charlie Dixon. Um... He was fantastic, and we were great, and yeah, loved it. I've got, I've got tears, so, so many tears that I almost drowned them. The fucking motlop is a piece of fucking shit, and um, I can't believe how bad he has become from being a match winner early in the season. So, um, yeah. We're, we're, we're fucked, he's fucked, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just crying in my milk. Fat, stupid, fucking wanker, cunt, fuck. Shouldn't it be called, be called gut flop? Yes. So he's got his new thing now, Chad Wingard has his you know, hair flick, and Motlob has his gut flop. And, well, he's got that annoying fucking finger twirl, but I haven't seen a lot of it lately because he hasn't been getting the ball. He's done nothing to do a finger twirl. He's a fucking spasty. He's probably been finger twirling donuts though. Just woo. Maybe you're onto something, Cookie. Mm. Oh, well, anyone else got goo or tears? Oh, I got some uh, goo for Jesse Hogan. Yep, thanks for kicking those four goals. She'll be a great recruit for the Fremantle Football Club. And Fremantle's continuing to lose over and over again, so he might be able to replace half our team because they're absolute shit in passengers. I, I'm confused as to ha- you, as to why you're having goo for a West Coast player. But definitely Fremantle. The spark my words, you'll see him you, in purple. You can see where he where he bought his house. It's nowhere near Cockburn. It's Coburn. It's without the CK. You obviously have not been paying attention to those ads on the radio panel. They have radio in Cockburn? No, no, they, um, they <laughs> refer to it like it's a joke, you know. We prefer to pronounce Cockburn without the CK. So we call it Coburn. I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, over down in uh, Cockburn, they, they haven't got the AM radio yet. They still use the... Uh, uh, Welky Telky, as they call it. I got cockburn the other night when I uh, slept with a uh, Thai girl. Did she have a? <laughs> Wait, who had the cockburn? You or her? <laughs> we, know, we know, we know all about those Thai lady boys. That oh no, she this. wasn't. A, she wasn't a lady boy, but I got cockburn. There's cream for that. Probably should go get that checked. Yeah. Penal, go check it. Oh, well, I have fucking hemorrhoids, but you don't hear me complaining. <laughs> you get hemorrhoids. I blame Dermot. 
for talking about them non-stop during the fucking Fremantle game. You were watching the Fremantle game. That's unfortunate. Well, I switched over during halftime of the uh, the Dogs game. Obviously, we had this uh, big fucking storm roll through on Saturday night, which you would have noticed, Jose. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it didn't go out, so I was stuck in night on the couch watching the uh, watching the footy, and I flicked over to the Fremantle game during halftime of the Dogs and uh, had Dermot talk about hemorrhoids for 20 minutes. <laughs> that... The SO games are so exciting is when the commentators just go completely off topic. He's truly in touch with the, the perils of the ordinary Australian man. Ordinary Ugh. retirement home beef. Oh, Pino, you got goo or tears? Well, I have eternal goo for the man who Robbo tonight on AFL 360 described as the greatest captain in the history oh, of AFL. Oh, go and get fucked. I saw that too. I saw that too, and that is a load of bullshit. So it's true, sir. Bullshit. Luke Hodge, no, as, I just, as, I, as Robbo tonight expertly mentioned, the greatest captain of all time. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The bald-headed, bourbon-addicted fuckwit calls Hodge the greatest captain of all time. Get fucked. Must be his drinking buddy. There's no way. <laughs> no, like, Robbo's my drinking buddy, like... Uh, he's a he's a great bloke and he knows his football and uh, obviously spot on with this comment. And uh, people said Hodge was finished because he had a couple injuries earlier in the year. Just come back. Uh, second game Richie of the Vandenberg season. Was a better camp than fucking Hodge, and he you was finished? a cunt. You fucking finished yet, cunt? Come at me. But second. I don't think Luke Hodge is a great captain because he hasn't won me bingo yet. Second game back from injury, and he just fucking dominated them. Like, we're gonna we're gonna five Pete, and he's gonna be a major reason why. So, yeah, eternal, if there's if there's if there's only one thing, there's only one thing in his career that he's done wrong, and that was last year against Port when he didn't hit fucking Wingard hard enough. Oh, thank <laughs> you, thank you, thank he, you for admitting that he is a sniping fucking asshole. No, no, no. You, d- you didn't hear me right. He didn't hit him hard enough. Like, he should have put that fucker in a wheelchair because, Jesus Christ, Jay Wingard, <laughs> you were a cunt. I hate watching you play football. The interesting and dark places there, but... I think we're putting that to outtakes. Fuck that, we're staying in. Just, yeah, like... put it in. Yeah, Hodge is a cunt. I'm talking about, um, talking about five Pete for Hawthorne. Is that um, Jordan Lewis won't have any hair by then. Oh, fucking now. Jordan Lewis. Talk about a faux tough man. He is just a fucking pussy. Oh, did you not see him get fucking KO'd? That's one of the biggest hits you've ever seen on a football field. And he did not yeah. take a backward step. He is not a faux tough man. He is a tough, tough man. I'd do a fucking Hannibal Lecter on him. He is just a fucking pussy. You want to eat him? <laughs> I'll bite his fucking nose off and shove it up his ass. <laughs> this is some interesting sexual activities. Yeah, mummy and daddy are fighting. <laughs> I've also got, I got Latias for France. Mm. Managed to fuck up good good players. So I'll fuck up tactically like I'm Damien Hardwick. Didier Deschamps, more like Didier No Champ. Fucking useless. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty shit, weren't they? Useless French twat cost me five 
box, you fucking cunt. Hee <laughs> hee. So they can go fuck off, useless Frenchie. And oh, the part, the poor part about round ball game was poor Ronaldo. You, but you Jeez, must have been over surrender monkeys. You must have been over the moon though, Jose. Oh yeah, I was happy because I betted Portugal to win. <laughs> oh no, being Portuguese, you must have been happy. You know, yeah, it was. Unfortunately, they haven't invited me to coach the Portugal team yet. We saw the Instagram post. Very happy, but what? Uh, why would they change a winning formula? Good point. Oh well. Speaking of winning formulas, well, Hawthorne just always seemed to have a good winning formula with Clarkson and beating Port Adelaide. He were well puffed, puffed, puffed. Then Clarker called them weak, soft pricks, and well, Clarker was right. Yeah, Clarker was right. They are weak and pissed. They lost to fucking Fremantle. That's it. Like you can't lose well, to a team like I Fremantle on Carlton and be any good. Well, I mean, I mean, Hawthorne were just—they uh, just did the business. They were—they were excellent, and uh, you know, too bad, Port. <laughs> you know. What what's what's with them? Why have they gone from a side that uh, that was challenging for a premiership to um, to a bunch of duds? And two, and Hawthorne, two words, oh. two words, crazy bossy. Ah, yeah, well, the, that, that's fair fact, enough. Yep, they're caring more fact, about looking like a football club, not winning games. It's like let's go to China and sell our souls. Let's have a dodgy song. Let's and also to have um, all the midfielder shit as well, like Holly Wines, Robbie Gray, Travis Broke, they can't hit a target for shit. Yeah, Hawth- Hawthorne just know how to get the business done. They, 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 they've got a forward line that's, um, uh, that's well, you know, you get two or three out of every forward and um, they win games. They, yeah. You know, they, they, they're just really good at it. The only, the only person who kicked two goals out of the Hawfies was Sicily, no. out of the forward line. Sicily he, only kicked one. He, he was due for a down game after being a fucking oh, no, no, no. He only dominating one, but boss I'm just saying. for the past it's, couple of weeks. We had uh, big uh, Steggles chicken, the Ruckman, uh, chip in with a couple of goals. So, Cyril yeah, kicked very, three. Very balanced side. The opposite of Motlop. And on the 20 and 3 watch, Wingard didn't get one. Really didn't get one. But they got three goals, though. They can't get enough of the ball. The Hawthorne are just, uh, you know, they're, they're moles and above uh, every other side. A very powerful, well-oiled machine is what we are. So it was funny because he, like, Port contested marking beast Charlie Dixon. He also guess how many contested marks he took this week. I'm going to go uh-huh. with donuts. Zero. One. Oh, you're joking. Dude, you know when they re- recruited him as a contested mark machine? It's when you know your crap is when, let's say, some potato forward... I can name one from Fremantle, but you guys will hate on me for it. But when potato forwards get more contested marks than Dixon does, and he's meant to be this machine, you know, he's not the missing link. He's not as good as he, he was. Just, yeah, on Dixon, uh, watching that game on, on Thursday night, I... God, he was so bad. Like, he was like another player for Hawthorne because he uh, was ill-disciplined, gave away a lot of free kicks, gave away 50s, uh, turned the ball over by foot every single time he got it, and he is the flop of the of the year because relative to expectations, he has just not delivered 
And uh, worst recruit of the year, I think. Hawthorne are great. Yes. That's where we were. Next game. Yeah, well, they are. They are um, Hawthorne are the, the business. And, jeez. Um, um, is is any team ever done a four peak? Yeah, Collingwood back in the fucking yeah, but that that was times. back when that, that oh, was back when you you were around for it, weren't you, Cheech, in the twenties? Do not insult me with that. Uh, uh, no, but back then um, you used to be able to challenge if you got beaten in the grand final when you were top of the ladder, you could challenge. And um, and and you could play the game again, so that 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 was completely unfair. But um, in in the modern day and age, no one has done a full beat. So if Hawthorne do full beat, well, best we'll, we'll we'll make we'll make us the undisputed uh, greatest team of all time. Yeah, because we're already in the conversation. Yes, sort of, yes. As are as are Brisbane and Geelong, and uh, but you know a four peat would um, just make it official. Wouldn't Hawthorne's eighty size, like late eighty size, get in there? Say, well, oh, like no, five no, premierships, no, no, four no, no, years, no, no, or something. No. The, the it's, current, not, it's not a real four peat. The current Hawthorne team, if they do a four peat, is the um, would be the greatest team of all time. And, of course, led by the best captain of all time. Oh, get fucked, cunt. Michael Voss? I mean, you guys are a bit young. I mean, uh, Voss, Voss was just an amazing player. But he was a wrangler. That does lose points. Yeah, he's got no soul. No one has a soul, you fucking idiot. I do. You don't. Oh, do you really? And, and I... what's going to happen to you when you die? Well, I don't know, but I know that I have a soul because I'm not a fucking ginger. Yeah, well, you can get fucked because you don't have a soul. No one does. Are you ginger teach? Yes. Moving on from that game. We'll Too long, Sydney. Let's go. Yeah, out of that. We'll go on to, uh, well, teacher's favourite game of the round. Geelong lost to Sydney down in the shithole. Well, um, all I can say is that we are shit and Sydney, Sydney are pretty good. Got to say, they they hold their structures really well, and um, yeah, look out for them. They're they're your biggest threat, Hawthorne. Well, they they've uh, clearly been listening to this show because they spent a lot of time during the week working on their forward line setup and working out how to get goals from people other than Buddy, and they did that this week for the first time all year, pretty much. Yep, and uh, and we are shit. So. Um, it's good. It's good that um, you know for the for the first uh, for the first time in a long time, I can actually um, uh, book a holiday in uh, September. What about because, last year? Uh, well, no, we, we you know we played finals last year. But, you finished eleventh, um, you idiot. <laughs> you can play from you can play finals from eleventh. Yeah, you just need fucking three teams above you to be dopers. Yep. But, yeah. I'm so I'm sensing, I'm sensing teach hate here. No. And, no, uh, you, we don't hate you. You're just wrong. Geelong, Geelong were just absolute shit. Like, Sydney were just classes and easily above them. Sydney should have been above more, actually. I mean, Dangerfield played well, but one man... He, play, he played well for one quarter. We're, we're fucked. We're shit. 
Kieran we Jack. Play, we won't play finals. Yeah, I, I think I think with with uh, Dustin Martin becoming like a really consistently good player and Dangerfield playing games like that, it's time to call Dangerfield the new thirty-minute man. Oh, I still, I still think Dangerfield's the best recruit for Geelong because if Geelong didn't have Dangerfield, Geelong would easily not be in the eight. They'll be probably like twelfth or thirteenth. All right, well, keep putting the boots in because we're fucked and we're shit. So. No, 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 I'm saying Dangerfield's a great pickup for Geelong. Shame he's ruined their culture, though. All, all their players are now just lazy, one-way running show ponies like him. Hawthorne like... can't talk about culture. I mean, come on. Well, I, you know, we have, I, we have I, the I best culture. Really, I don't really have much to live for anymore, Colonel. So uh, I'm about to get a job that uh, gets me... Uh, Travelling all over the country, so I'll be over in Perth, and um, I'll I'll find you and I'll, uh, I'll 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 stick a knife in your head. Did you did you become a parliamentarian, Teach? Pardon? A parliamentarian? You just, you just said you were travelling around yeah, Australia. I, I think te- Teach is one of the uh, One Nation senators. Ah <laughs> uh, no, Geelong are fucked. That's it. Yeah, I'm game in. over. Uh, I, Teach, what are your views on, because uh, you weren't on last week, what are your views on uh, Pauline Hanson? I imagine you'd get on pretty well just because of the uh, uh, okay. bond you share uh, based around your shared lack of souls. God, is she an ugly bitch or what? She looks like a hat full of arseholes that have been stepped on. <laughs> anyway, anything else on this game? I mean, Kieran Jack kicked three goals, surprisingly. Yeah, and thankfully, or has that um, family row still heating up? Because I know that Kieran's well, not someone. I'm pretty sure they're still not talking to each other, and obviously they kept showing us some, um, you know, shots in from the crowd of his dumb bimbo model girlfriend. So obviously he's chosen she doesn't mean her that over his did. folks. <laughs> it, it, she she's got tiny dits. You know, well, well, I don't know. Well, well, that's how they like him up in Sydney. Makes them as adragonist as possible, you know. Any oh, hole, well. Any holes a goal when you're in Sydney. Yeah, yeah they, they want to be They want to be thinking they want them nice, nice flat-chested women so they, even when they're not doing a man, they can think they're doing a man because that's just how they like it in Sydney. <laughs> Oh, well, each to their own, you know. <laughs> oh, well, they won. Oh. They were the better side. Oh. Uh, they're, they're, they're the biggest threat to Hawthorne. Yep. Oh, I, I was I was going to ask, like, did, did you guys know what the best part of uh, having sex with a transvestite is? No. Uh, oh, re- uh, oh, dear. Reaching around and pretending it went all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, there's a title of the episode right there. <laughs> anyway, to the next game we have. Well, well, the Western Bulldogs beat a spirited yet ultimately disappointing Richmond side. Which describes their last thirty years. Richmond, was, holy that shit! Was, that was not a bad game, actually. That 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 was a pretty pretty good game. But um, 
you know, uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the doggies. Uh, well, they uh, triumphed in the end. This was an average Richmond game. Like seriously, they Richmond up by ten points, and then they fucking choke at the last minutes. Jesus Christ! You just knew it was going to happen. Like I was yeah. watching it. It's like. Was it five minutes ago? They're up by two goals. Like they're gonna lose just by fucking three it goals. Was, it, and... it was not if; it was when they would fucking implode and lose. And yeah, and yeah the package, despite everyone saying you know he's a junk time forward, fucking stood up and kicked those two goals. Yeah. Oh, I, I just did not want to hear um, Ryan Taylor go. The package. The package. I love VT though. He's yeah. he's so enthusiastic about the game when it's like dog boring. A bowler for your ears, hearing. No, the package is good to go. I yep. know, I know. You're exactly right. At, at uh, least he shares your hatred of um, of uh, Motflop, though. Calls him Dunlop. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, Dustin Martin played well. Yeah, he did. Again, he's gone for a Brownlow. No, no, Danger Fraud's got that. Is and... that why we don't have um, Starburns tonight? Because he's just a um, uh, a Richmond supporter who is. Just, I thought we covered uh, this. He's, he's stuck in Geelong where there is no internet. So a regional Victoria trip is the equivalent to a Geelong Eastern European trip? Are you saying that? Yes. So he's just gone away to regional Victoria to hide the shame of losing to fucking the doggies. He's gone where there's more booze and no internet. I, don't know. I, feel, I, I feel for him. I, 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 yeah. I feel but, for him. Well, yeah, Richmond played pretty well. Probably their best game of the year other than the Sydney one. And, um, yeah, they just couldn't get over the line. And uh, it probably won't help hard. It shouldn't help Hardwick any. But um, knowing they're bored, it probably will. But, you know, they just can't deliver when it matters, which has been, like Cookie said, the tale of Richmond's last 30 years of history. I did find it funny that Sean Hampson played a good game, though. Well, he's he's the number one ruckman, and... um, you know that in itself tells you everything you need to know. And they won't yeah. get they won't put McBean in. Well, they they did this week, and I think he actually kicked a goal to put him in front in the last. So I think he played he played his role. It was just that you know too many passengers. We all uh, probably in the probably in the midfield. Uh, too many passengers. Guy like fucking Brandon Ellis, who is you know Rockliffe esque and stuff like that. Well, let's face it, Richmond is shit. Sad truth. Dogs look like what we said last week holds true. They probably won't find enough of a goal-kicking spread to uh, challenge in September because they really struggle to uh, to score, really, even against a, a team that's not great defensively. Sadly, well, it looks like they're going to make another prelim and then choke it up. Moving on to uh, well, another game, we have... West Coast finally beating a team in the top eight. Yeah, it doesn't count, though. It was at home. Yeah, however, it was against North. Yeah, they were at home. I mean, they, they always do, win at home. Do, do that away from home, and West Coast, we will rate you. Until then, nah. Speaking uh, they're, they're, they're fucked. They're fucked away there, from home. But there was they, two they, stories. They, they win at home. There was two stories in that game. One, the concerning free kick count. North Melbourne are on top most of the time, and they choked it at the end. And it's just West Coast just find another gear at home. I just don't know how. Just keep kicking goals and skiing. 
And Clearly, they, they must shit. have played uh, Andrew Embley's motivational rap pre-game to just uh, get them in the mood. That's why they came out all fired up. And it was a pretty uh, pretty feisty clash, what with a um, couple players got injured, a couple players got reported. How Lysette got off, I'm not quite sure, but maybe Ho- maybe Jose can enlighten us. Oh, he must be he must be having a light and easy offer diet. Good bloke status. But I, I don't know how he got off. He should have been suspended for at least one game. But oh well, it's Jack Zebel. Yeah. He is a bit of a weak dog, that Zebel bloke. So yep. Dishes out nice to take see him back. Cop his own medicine. It's still probably concerning for North, considering, well, they brought Farron Ray back in and he impacted the game and all their old farts. Well, yeah, North are, North are really up shit creek now because they needed fucking Farron Ray as depth because Wells is out, so they need his run. And now Ray is injured. And it's like, do they have any fit players left? And also Mason Wood, who has probably been the highlight of their... <laughs> Mason Wood. I'm talking about Mason Wood. There was some serious injury trolling going on on the main board of him when he went down by some doggy supporter. It was quite um, disgusting. He's, he's been the, the highlight of the year so far, almost, yeah. and now he's injured. Oh, well, they still have that young Brent Harvey running around. He looks pretty good. Yeah, isn't he approaching uh, 40 or 50? I'm not sure. Yeah, that, no that's idea. young at North, though. <laughs> um, when is the postman coming back? He's been on a lot of strikes recently. I don't know what North are paying him, but they better stop. Plenty well, it, down North. It, it, looks like he'd, it looked like he'd finally turned a corner, but no, we're just getting the fucking... Standard Jarrett Waite season, which we've seen, we've seen this show before for like seven years in a row at Carlton, where he plays a bunch of good games, then gets injured or suspended. In this case, injured. The tench has not arrived. He has let us down. He he's been demoted. He has not delivered this year. Just back to Ponscom. potential status. Dumb and shit players be shit, but it's pretty good for West Coast. I mean. Josh Kennedy, speaking of X's, he stood up, kicked four, could have kicked more though. Yeah, but not to mention that North's bet a lot on this season as well. So there's going to be a lot of players retiring or getting too old and going over the hill. So I think North's going to enjoy a lovely rebuild of Ross Lyon. So go on, sack Brad Scott, get Ross in. Yep. No, I'm just saying they're going to enjoy I, a lovely rebuild with Ross Lyon esque. Yes, speaking rebuild. of cousin, cousin Brad, I think he's been going full uh, Iraqi Minister of Information lately because he's still. Uh, North is still a top four team, he's been saying in his presses. They're still flag threats, he's been saying. But uh, I think deep down we know that you know he's just uh, in denial a bit and yeah, they're, nowhere, they're nowhere near it this year. Uh, just. Do you just think North Melbourne supporters, they need to start, you know, sharing the spirit, start believing, like, the beloved Zoos? Well, if well, if North Melbourne's team played with the same intensity as what North Melbourne supporters show when they fucking mash on posts on the main board, then maybe they'd be a top-four team. All right. All right. Moving on from the West Coast-North Melbourne game, we... We'll probably have Morgs' favourite game of the round. GWS losing to a pretty good Collingwood team. Hashtag Morgs was right. When are you wrong, Morgs? Hmm? When are you wrong? I'm never wrong, host. Never wrong. But with we're undefeated against GWS. We don't really... We don't mind travelling, although everyone will question that we ever do. Um, but we 
we like that kind of back against the wall shit when we've already fucked the season and now we show something. So um, it was good to see, and maybe the Giants are uh, not the giant killers we thought they were. Yes, it's uh, GW No. Yep, G, exactly. Took the joke right out of my mouth. Still and good. We, to... we managed to turn it on, uh, to turn it around from GWS to GW No. And um, do what no other club has done this year, and that's beat GWS at home. Yeah, not even the mighty Hawthorne. Disappointment. Probably would play it extremely well, and GWS didn't, including Toby they Green, played, Lee Matthews. Quarter, but I didn't see Toby Green at all. Yeah, Toby was invisible. Mr. 20 and 3 let us down. Yeah, he let us down big time, and his, his average has plummeted. Faster than North's ladder position. Needs to get a 40 and Faster 6. Faster than Yep. Exactly. So Cameron kicked five. Cameron was good. Patton was good, but they just had nobody else. Like, yeah. Usually with um, GWS, they have a really even spread of goal kickers, but they just had nothing. They couldn't. They couldn't get goals out of their mids, and we could get goals from everywhere. It sort of it seemed was- like they had got a little bit ahead of themselves at quarter time, and uh, just kind of expected. That Collingwood would roll over and they'd have an easy win. And uh, as has happened before this year, uh, the team that was harder and tougher for longer just won. Wanted because they wanted it more. That second quarter was just brilliant. Like, we were 24 points down and ended up being like a 58 point turnaround. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Not to mention, Collingwood had so much injuries. So, you know, to do something like that is really good. I think we got a lot back this week in Taylor Adams, who is the barometer of our side. Um, yep. Alex Alex Solo, who will probably go out again with a shoulder injury, but they Taylor brings a bit of grunt that we don't have otherwise. We have yeah. oh Greenwood can, but he doesn't do a lot with it when he has it. Whereas Taylor can kick goals and punch people in the head and shit. Grundy also played well, had a good season. Well, good last month, mm. anyway. He really has. And I like when players don't start well but can change things up and get back on top. Like, for a young Ruckman, going, uh, having a first quarter like he did and Mumford being completely dominant, he really did dig deep to get back into the game, which was good to see. He didn't just... Um, concede that he was going to be beaten by a better player. It was good. He's really started to come along well this year. Like, I remember when he made his debut and he looked, like, really promising, but then kind of had an indifferent season last year, but he's really sort of, you know, backing up the hype, I guess, that was around him earlier in his career. Yeah, well, most second-year players do go through that second-year blue lull, and big men take longer than small men, and a ruckman doesn't come good until like twenty eight, so for him to be showing what he is already is promising. And I guess you have to expect the ups and downs with him as he develops, but his ups are really, really good. And he, he can hit the scoreboard and he's good around the ground, so good things to come for him I think. Anything else on this game? I don't really just do GWS drinking too much of their own bath water. Mm, Cameron will need to be aggressive. Tell them to hide the uh, fuck up. And, like, they just... They had no runoff half-back, which has been one of their things all year. 
with Heath Shaw. But it was really like props to our match committee for playing McCaffrey as a defensive forward who just shut down Shaw and his runoff half back and it really did stifle GWS. Alright, now we'll go on to the games that don't matter. First off, we have the Q clash. Gary Abler got injured. That's probably the big talking point. Same for Scatelli. Yeah, well, this was this game was just you know how shit were both teams really. Yeah, high scoring, but still meh. Dumb in. Yeah, Peter Wright like kicked the, five. Like half the goals were like not very good. Like it wasn't from good play. It was just from other teams being absolute shit. Rockcliffe was still the crab. Yeah, Rockcliffe was always going to be a crab. I didn't see a single second of this game, and I think my life was better for it. Yeah, it was. I saw, like, I think I watched it before the Freeman Melbourne game, and yeah, this game was boring and dumb. It was like I was watching a Fremantle game this season. They really should have called that off. Yeah, they should just, you know, give the win to Gold Coast and, you know, saved everyone 120 minutes. Yeah, to another game that didn't matter, uh, Melbourne beating Fremantle up in Darwin, where the crowd was not as weird as we'd hope. Oh, there was a guy that was drinking two beers at once. That was interesting. Well, that's got nothing on a boy eating a watermelon. Mm-hmm. So is that Melbourne finally breaking their Darwin duck? Yep. And yeah, to celebrate, they re-signed again. <laughs> oh, you don't. The Fremantle just utter rubbish. Simple. Don't I don't have to say anything. They're utter rubbish. But why? What's so bad about them? What What went wrong this week? Everything. Just everything went wrong. Like Which holding the ball is okay. holding the ball on a mark is really difficult for Fremantle at the moment. They got to work on that. But yeah, that's pretty much this game. Just didn't matter. It was out of shit by Fremantle as per usual. Hogan had a good game. Yep, our future recruit had a great game. Funny way of saying future West Coast player. No, kind of Fremantle. Oh, moving on to another game that didn't matter. We have well Carlton essentially losing to. Well, pretty much two players in Eddie Betts and Sam Jacobs, or damn near close enough, as Adelaide just smashed Carlton. Yeah, I just find it irony that two ex-players defeated their entire team. It's like when, um, uh, who was it, the Rams put up all the players that the Redskins traded for um, Russell, whatever his name is, the third, up to the coin toss, and then they won that game. Uh, You know, that irony towards it. I remember uh, Cramery outscored Essendon last year as well, which was pretty yep. funny. I guess uh, didn't Dennis Armfield have a good game? Or yeah, he, he kicked game. three goals or four goals actually. Well, yeah, he, 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 he kicked yeah he kicked four goals in the first half, and then Carlton, their whole team, only kicked one goal after halftime. So Dennis Armfield outscored Carlton. Oh, he can't. Well, he outscored the rest of his team. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, and Boris. I think Carlton are going back to the old ways of being shit now. I think this was always going to happen with Carlton. There was always there was the hype and the excitement and and the buy in from the players who would have been discarded otherwise, and they were up and about like with a new voice around. But you're always going to get a drop towards the end of the season when these players who aren't AFL quality players who won't be there in a couple of years when they drop off so yep. this is and what happens it, and some of the younger guys are starting to run out of legs as well so they're just kind of enduring that they're mm. limping to the end of the season and yeah. going to mm. get probably results like this more often than not mm. didn't um, 
son of son of son of son of sauce kick a goal this week? Yes, he kicked one. He did. Bryce Gibbs didn't fuck this one up. Well, that's nice. Do you reckon he, he surely would have got a talking to last week? Just uh, if he gets the ball, fucking turn around and walk the other way. <laughs> Don't give it to Bryce Gibbs. Yeah. I mean, and Rory Sloan also played well for the Fieldwood Lounge rolled into Melbourne. Yep, as, uh, as was pointed out, he's now topping the coaches' votes. Oh, see, the coaches are a part of the Rory Sloan Feel Good Lounge. Yeah. Come in, take your bras off. It's nice to be here. I saw those pictures of um, Rory Sloan. Jeez, man, yeah, he looks like a good bloke. He is see, a good bloke. See, even likes him. Like, he likes dogs. That's, you know, a plus to me. I don't actually, I don't mind the Adelaide Crows players. I just mind the supporters because their supporters are stupid as hell. But the Crows players are cool. Other than Mark Rusciuto, of course. Um, I thought, aren't they all old? Oh, they knit during the game. Yeah, they're, they're like Geelong supporters. They're old knitters that clap loss. Well, they wouldn't clap losses because they don't stick around to the end. But if they did, they'd clap losses. That, uh, that Never Tear Up Our Tarp song, it's like, even though Crows fans leave when they're behind, at least they arrive. Jeez, penalists are thinking the exact same thing. Well, at least they turn up to start with. At least they arrive. Please never sing again. Yeah, what? That's that's worse than Almost. Andrew Embley. I'd would r- rather yeah. have paddles. That's not true. Nothing's but, worse. Yeah, no. I think uh, yeah, Port only got like thirty thousand or something to the, to their game this week. So clearly, with finals no longer in contention, they need to break out the uh, tarps again. Oh, Koshi, he's going to sell that advertising space. I tell you what, I did find a good, interesting impact map on Josh Jenkins. All right. Was it just purely in the goal square? Josh Goose Jenkins. How many goals do you reckon are near the goal square? Say we'll give it 10 metres. All through. 30. No, talk about in his total year. So how many? He's kicked about 40, hasn't he? Yeah. I reckon 20 from the goal square. All right, let's count. One, I would say 30. Two, I'd go 15. About 15 or 17 are in the goal square. Jose was right. Cop that, Lord. Only... He's kicked 24 from within 15 metres. Oh, Jose was right. Well, Jose needs what? to sign players. Yep. Not do bad jokes. No, no, not kill jokes. He only knows yeah. how to kill Talking about the last game, it doesn't matter. St Kilda stumbled and farted over the line against Essendon. Yes, oh, yes. what a... A momentous fuck up this would have been if he had a lost. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. If we have Stephen and Membry, they just carry. Yeah, Membry played him very well. I couldn't find the thread that Pugger did. You know, don't remember read the Membry or whatever it is. Couldn't find it to bump it. Still, it's just fantastic to see Stephen pushing up for a Brownlow medal. I like that shit, Chuck Dangerfield. <laughs> it's just fantastic. I mean, Essendon is spirited, but I'm Safi. We're going through the season without losing to Fremantle or Essendon. It's just... Phew. You just... weren't so happy on the day, though, Cookie. Let's be honest. I know, I was you, melting. You, you did say that you hated your team. <laughs> yeah, well, they were, they were playing like spastics and they were losing to Essendon. I mean, come on. Fremantle beat Essendon by a good 10 to 15 goals. So if, if you haven't played Brisbane yet, have you, Cookie? We've played them around 23. Oh, you, you can still lose to them. Yeah. There is hope for the fuck up yet. But Cookie, at least you're not a Richmond supporter. You live it every week if you are. True. Oh, the good thing about that is it'll be a September loss. Because it'll be the first week of September. <laughs> uh, round 20. 
No, first week of September is that um, buy round before oh, finals. Oh, fuck North. Now we won't get to play in September. Oh, Ugh. that was the one thing I could rely on. Fuck off, NL. Well, fucking cousin Brad's fault. The round of football, which was very, uh, something. Had a lot of implications for the eight, but yeah. uh, some of some of the games weren't great. Uh, I, th- I thought it was a great week of football. I suppose we've gone to talking points, and well, the first t- talking point is, uh, well, Maud Flanders would be very happy at this, but the t-shirt cannon has been banned, despite the t-shirt cannon being as limp as fucking Fremantle season. So what, they've banned the t-shirt cannon? What? Yes. Jeez, so much... I mean, people are going to be shattered with t-shirts not going into the third fucking row of the... Jeez, why do they ban it for? Did someone like, get hit in the face, or was that AFL for once acting proactively? But I'm going to come out and say it. This is fucking nanny state gone mad. Mm-hmm. Nick Police van AFL clubs. <laughs> did they... you know, in all fairness, one did hit NL's, gra- NL's power in the head <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, That's I don't good. know. And then he had a go at someone. He's like, "Why didn't you tell me it was coming?" That <laughs> <laughs> was great. No, the spray that he gave someone else was good. <laughs> yeah. So what happens when you spray? Yeah, but they made they had new ones that. So when they shut up, they they shut out. They opened up. <laughs> No, so when they shot out of the cannon, the t-shirt opened, so it didn't hit you as hard. Yeah, that's smart. Shoot a log pass into level three, you dickhead. <laughs> well, you sit. Put your hand over the fucking thing and you'd get one from the guy walking past. Oh, well, pretty Long much. t-shirt. Yeah, what happened is, well, disappointingly, they're not called it Maud's Lord. Oh, Maud's Law. And North have managed to ruin more fun for people as well. Well, no more sausage curtain. What, is there still a sausage curtain or no sausage curtain? They haven't ruined that yet, have they? The sausage I, is still there. I think they uh, ran out of money, didn't they? And they had to, like... Uh, every now and then, the sausage. Sausage curtain comes back every now and again. Yes, why And, yeah, I think... Well, it depends. I think there's one guy that must blow it up and every now and again he doesn't turn up. He's kind of like Teach. Who <laughs> just disappears? But so yeah. maybe yeah. maybe the blower upper dude doesn't turn up every week, and then they can't they can't blow it up. But um, sometimes well, there's drums instead. Well, maybe so, maybe Dan is the blow it up dude because he fucking doesn't turn up every week. Yeah, that's oh, who it is. Yeah. So, oh, that's why the buses <laughs> have fucked the sausage. Oh, <laughs> I, I blame the buses. I don't even go where they're supposed to go. Oh, NL NL has a bus story this week. <laughs> He, he copped a bus, and he got mad. And then he ended up in the same spot. He got on the bus. <laughs> it was like a bus loop. <laughs> he, got on the city loop. he got on the city loop of buses. <laughs> it just went in a circle. I sucked in. All because of the Flemington Road tram works. The fucking buses. Best thing ever. <laughs> North must hate buses by now. Oh, it only happens to North support. Yeah, why is it no, only North support? You Dan and Suze, you're not having good luck with buses. <laughs> I think it's a hate-love relationship because, you know, buses is all North people can afford. <laughs> Barely. 
Oh, well. Next. I was moving on to another talking point. Well, Liam, uh, well, Lin Jong decided to go on a very interesting tour of Collingwood's facilities. And, well, dogs were probably not happy about it. Can't imagine why. He wants to see what proper facilities are. He he likes a spongy turf. What a non-story this is. He went there for a meeting. It happens all the time where players go and meet with other clubs. The only problem is that the dogs had a crack and cry about it. Even tonight on 360, Chris Scott was like, you wouldn't find a club that hasn't met with somebody from another team this year. Like, it happens all the time. And it's hypocritical for them to cry about it. But, of course, the dogs being the dogs have to cry about it. Like... Fucking shut up, you sooky bastards. I wonder how much meetings they I, had with Tom, Tom Boy. I, yeah, it was mentioned on 360 that uh, he was, like, at pe- meetings with Peter Gordon during the year while he was still contracted to GWS. So it's got a bit of that classic kind of small club mentality. You know, don't take our players, Collingwood, about it. But, but um, germs. <laughs> yeah, it's a, like, I mean, the, the Bulldog's probably overreacting and hypocritical, but um, pretty dumb from him to get caught the way he did, just because we all know it happens, but you don't need to make it a story by getting caught. I felt like we flew him over in a private jet or anything. Fucking hell. It wasn't that obvious. He just went there for a meeting. I want to know which scumbag media journo cunt is, is sitting in the car park at Collingwood waiting for something interesting to happen. Damien Barrett. Is there seriously, unless you're, like, what reason would you have to be there sitting in the car park? Unless you're on, like, parking duty to make sure Travis doesn't park in the wrong spot again. Because uh, it's been good media for Travis this week, so hang on, let's catch him out parking in the wrong spot, because we can't have a go at him for his game. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, that Graham walks there. Can't wait! I can't wait for him to come to Collingwood. But I must say, it was very funny of the Bulldogs to um, they presented Ling John with a, with a Collingwood jumper at training this week. At least <laughs> the, uh, the the team and the, and the players have a good sense of humour about it. Well, unless you're Tom Boyd, it's, it's a nice well, bit of detail. I liked Tom, it. Apparently, Tom Boyd did not uh, take it well and punched Ling John in the face. Anyway, well. What did Mitch Clark do anyway? I, like, read it and have no idea. His, uh, Mitch Duncan's sister is dating a Hawks player, uh, and he had a go at his sister, uh, in the VFL, against our VFL side. So is this another beaten up story? Mitch Clark was actually legit. Yeah. No, no, so he made a comment to Taya Miles about Taya Miles' girlfriend... But that's Mitch Duncan's sister. And Mitch Duncan got mad. Uh, yeah, has it come out what he said? I want to know what he said too. To the Geelong board. Let's actually check the Geelong board. They might know. Insert the gif of the sledged, stampede. It was alleged Clark sledged Miles on multiple occasions um, during the Cats clash against Box Hill. The report said Duncan later became aware of the comments which prompted him to confront him. And for some reason, this was only brought to him to his attention today. Well, I don't like the people who dish it out, but can't take it. But I'll just stay on that. 
I just don't understand the situation that you'd be in where you'd think that that's a good idea. Yeah, no. That's I reckon he probably took a joke too far, I'd say. Um, it says he sledged him multiple times. And for that to then get back, obviously, Taya Miles has gone and told his sister, whatever way it is, girlfriend, whatever, who's gone and told Mitch Duncan, who's then... Mm, so stupid. Just stupid. Mm, football, football's all well-known for smarts. Oh, well, we know that Mitch Clark is not fucking challenging for a position at Mensa, let's be honest. Yeah. So, Fremantle dodged a bullet in uh, not picking him up, I think. He'd, yeah. still be the smart, he'd still be the smartest person at Fremantle. Fremantle could have had a finally a key forward. No, 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 no. This is Trent Crowe over again. Thank fuck our trading group was like, no, hang on, he's a liability. Better not trade him in for about pick one and two. Oh, well. You're not very good at trading. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're fucking terrible. We tra- give, you know, pick one for someone who doesn't want to come to our club. Probably do it again this year. Trade a number one pick for, you know, some random. Well, How's like Ben all working out for you? <laughs> ben was not that bad. We only lost a second round pick for him. So, you know, it's not like... Wasn't it, uh, wasn't it not two like second Luke rounders? Ah, uh, one. So we got a pick where, in return. Yeah, but where is he? Oh, I don't know. Maybe doing Armadale, the Perth Challenge. Is he in Steve rehab with Cosmo? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you got to you got to strike one, strike two, strike three. Nah, he's probably done. He's probably got strike three. I reckon his calf in- injuries are probably bullshit. Oh, really? <laughs> a year-long oh. injury? Fucking Jesus! Yeah, those calves, man. Damien Drum. Yeah, this is I, I did notice that last week. We we actually won something. We won a Senate seat. The greatest team in the world. But yeah, that, that was a Darren, random thing. Even Darren Hinch can win a Senate seat. Yeah, but yeah, Darren Glenn Lazarus can, and he's a rugby player. So, has any other AFL team got a person in the Senate yet? I know we were a punter tried to run last election. And he didn't well, get no, but uh, Christopher fucking Pine, and this was nearly my tears... Christopher Pine for saying uh, the Liberal Party is the Hawthorne of politics. <laughs> no. Well, well, no. Well, how did Free Pete? <laughs> what? <laughs> did the Liberal Party like the cock? <laughs> 48% of the Liberal Party are gay. <laughs> yep. but, but I don't understand why they're voting no to gay marriage. Oh, Maybe they don't want everyone to know. Oh, they're they in the They just want to go into stall in Parliament House and play Tommy Swords. Like, <laughs> if it like if it was revealed like in some sort of scandal that Tony Abbott was one of those people who like owns a fucking thirteen year old boy <laughs> like, sex slave, that would not surprise me one little bit. Because it's usually the... Because he is, you know, ultra-Christian and stuff like that, so... Yeah. He got ties to Catholic Church pedophile rings and stuff like that, so. <laughs> I bet he keeps his 13-year-old man-slave in buddy smugglers, too. <laughs> oh, that's a disturbing image. <laughs> Fucking creep. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, thank you... F- uh, and fuck you, Christopher Pine, because yeah, even though... The the Liberal Party may have won uh, this time around. They're nothing like us, and they don't espouse the family values that we uphold at the uh, Hawthorne Football Club. But they are full of piss and shit like you. 
<laughs> yep. I think Tony Abbott would go fist and knuckle if he lost his um, parliament seat, just like the Hawthorne Football Club. What? He's going to fist someone? Go fist and knuckle, yeah. Go <laughs> and beat someone the, up. The Liberal Party don't have anyone to compare with the greatest captain of all time, Luke Hodge. It's going to go knuckles deep. <laughs> 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 I'm just stealing all your lines. Anyway. I don't deliver them well anyway. Just gonna put that out there. <laughs> Probably killed a joke before it comes out. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to this week on the bay. We'll start with the uh poll from last week. What is the worst thing from the weekend? Uh eight point three percent said Bryce Gibbs calling for the ball. Uh 25% said votes for Jack Watts not being counted again. And the winner by a long margin with 66.7% of the vote was Andrew Embley's quotation marks rap close quotations. You're welcome, Bay. <laughs> These are lyrical words for my, like Andrew Embley. My eardrums still haven't recovered. <laughs> uh. Oh, you can spit a mean rhyme. Anyway, moving but, on, uh, Fred of the Week. I believe, uh, well, who's got a nomination? I'll go with um, Penal Thread of um, Patrick of uh, the Geelong Interchange Incident with Dangerfield. That was in stitches because he literally just disappeared after the first quarter. Um, <laughs> I've liked a couple of threads this week. Um, use, con- use the word conquer in a sentence. Yes, yeah, that was a good thread. That was funny. That Is was that funny. a huge Johnson thread? No, uh, it was um, And I like the thread for the elite teams who haven't been beaten by GWS. Yeah, I don't like the person who posted that thread, though. Not a good, not a good thread from them. Oh. I don't even know why you're here, Jose. Fuck up. We we just love our reach-arounds here, so I'll allow it. Yep, reach-arounds uh, are the name of the game. Th- it was a good thread, and it got melts from Bulldog supporters. Mm. It wasn't even about them. <laughs> well... <laughs> And what's even funnier, it gets melts from people who are on my ignore list and I can't see them, but they still feel the need to come into my thread and melt. I th- well, I think I think Morgs and the Bulldogs fans are now at that point that, you know, all the Hawthorne and Geelong fans are at where a thread by a Hawthorne poster or a Geelong poster <laughs> about uh, another, like anything else, uh, not related to, like, if Bosk starts a thread, it's not even about Geelong. Some Geelong poster will, will come in and melt. And Morgs and the dogs have reached that point. It's like, like, Boyd Show turns up, has a melt, and a cry. And then today, Mike turns up, has a cry, tries to be an intention whore. Like, it's not about you, cunt. Not everything I say is about you. Piss off back to your team board, you badge whore. Massive, massive sponsor badge whore. Go away, Mike. So are you saying that I'm no longer an attention hall, Morgs? No, I'm not, not everything's about fucking you. <laughs> You've just proved it there, Jose. Irony I'm is not strong with you. It's about Mike. Everyone wants to be like Mike. I, w- I wish I had as many badges as Mike. I've got to contend with it. Like, I've only got three, like one of them being the fucking Pokemon badge. That's always important, man, though. Oh, it is the most important. Who here doesn't have a Pokemon badge? Fuck off, Jose. Oh, boo. Jose's not thought, a Pokemon master. I thought the uh, James H badge was the most important. Oh, it was okay. a waste of money. <laughs> oh, anyway, I think... a, you know what? That badge is coming good. 
Yeah, I think it's better, yeah. than, better than having a cordy badge. <laughs> <laughs> I think though, because Starburns is not here, we can take liberties. So we're gonna have a dual reach around. Penal Woo. and Wolves will get Fred of the Weeks. Yay! We have two hands. It's like the G- GWS jumper. <laughs> the reach around. <laughs> did, did anyone see that jumper? It had four arms that were holding on to each other. It was the reach around jumper. It was brilliant. I'm, I'm waiting for someone to do the goatsy jumper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be disturbing. It'd probably be Hawthorne. That's beautiful. All right. Next up is Flog of the Week. Any nominations? Tazhawk. That Tazork. guy has been spitting out shit Fred after shit Fred this week. I'm talking about Tazhawk or the Tazhawk alias. Cause no, the, Taz, the original Tazhawk. He posted that bloody bitch Clark Fred and completely ruined it. The perfect troll and he just fucks it up. And he's been posting all kind of stupid shit as well. Well, you know about killing jerks, Jose. I'll yep. refer to yours one of the show. It takes a Buzz <laughs> Killington to know a Buzz Killington. <laughs> I'm going to nominate exactly. Mike. Mike's going to get a nomination from me for being a wanker. But, um, yeah, I'm happy to go with uh, Taz Hawk. I don't read his shit, but, yeah. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm going to go with Stabby. Stabby gets a nomination from me for cancelling his account. <laughs> what, Stabby cancelled? Shit. Stabby that's Stabby two... can... Yeah, Stabby cancelled his account. Oh. Today I learned that Jack the Ninja cancelled his account. Now I know Stabby cancelled his account. It's a great day. Wait, did, did he actually? Because I know he had that little uh, title thing under his name. No, he posted oh, in the cool. delete my account thread. Oh, Bale Stabby. Back to prison he you po- go. Yeah, he, po- he posted in there on the on Saturday. He said, please delete my account. Thank you for years of enjoyment. Oh, after I, the game, too. What a squib. Must and I went in there and I said, looks like Stabby just fell on his sword <laughs> with lots of knights. And... And I got 12 likes for it, and most of them are Hawthorne supporters. <laughs> a cut above, packed lunch, Austin McCrabs, death evocation, Hawkman, juice tea. Is anyone sensing a trend? That you're part of the goose squad. <laughs> Apparently. Well, I got... Someone, someone had a go at me and was like... Um, oh, they rolled their eyes, and I, and he's like, I just thought a Pies fan would be a step up from the Hawth window lickers. <laughs> Uh, it's only Dr. Juro. He's letting us down. Oh, I am. I've got to go for, like, Vlog of the Week, a different thing. Euro in the soccer board. Euro 2016. Someone manages to collectively say Ronaldo is a crying weak bitch for playing with an injury. Then say he had an ACL and and he should have went off earlier. I mean, how can you be that fucking retarded? Was this uh, lethality? No. I know. He, I know he was uh, posting some Ronaldo hate in that thread. So. Lethality was decent. It was World Cup twenty two Oz. This like, oh th- yeah, that guy's an idiot. So right, yeah, no, I, I, I think I, I have to give it to uh, Stabby for yeah. just for melting and cancelling account. Dishonorable mention to fucking Masharoos forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, for racking up thirty one. Button mashers on the main board. <laughs> Mashing is never justified. No, masheroos forever. <laughs> and don't don't be a part of the bay and then and then go to the main board and mash like a fucking sook. 
If you're going to be a sook, stay there. No, no, but, no, but he wants it both ways. He wants to be a North Pole poster. Oh, he, wa- poster. Yeah, he, he wants. Does, to he does the North podcast. Yeah, he wants to be a. He wants just keep every like he a finger in every pie. Like Look, guys, like me, and when I piss you off, I'll send you a PM so yeah. you like me again. He wants. You, you can't you can't have your finger in the dike and eat the dike too, or however that <laughs> saying goes. Yeah, so he's a he's a northboard podcaster, so it's it's like, well, you, you you can't can't be in two clubs at once. Like I got kicked out of the Goo Squad for not for not, for not <laughs> chugging enough Goo, and well, it's good to see that at least Morgs now has a place in the Goo Squad, so the, yeah, the podcast is I represented. Think, I think I'm I'm at number nine on the top ten <laughs> Goo Squad. Oh, oh you'll have Chappie calling you um, Hawthorn Ashley soon. <laughs> he'll, he'll be right on to that. Settle down, Hawthorn Lights. If you any negative. Comment about Geelong, Chappie will be like, "Oh, you, you barrack for Hawthorne, they're your second team. Oh, they're your new team." Rah, rah. Melt, melt. <laughs> Calm down, <laughs> settle down, Hawthorne lights. You know, uh, yeah. the only the only time where it's justified to mash on something is, is if someone's posted like, you know, a dead body or some blood and gore shit like that. That's disturbing. Like you don't even mash on porn because, as you see, like when. Uh, when Cthulhu had his, you know, big melt. It's funnier when that doesn't get cleaned up and you wait for the mods to find it organically. <laughs> you don't mash... You can mash yourself, but you don't mash up the... Don't mash the button. Like, seriously. Mash yourself, not the button. <laughs> well, vlog of the week did pretty good. We'll just give it to Stabby and uh, Mashy. <laughs> Masharoos forever. <laughs> All right, moving on to uh, next week's games, whatever fucking round it is, 17. And we have, well, <laughs> we have the goo-off. Sydney versus Hawthorne at the SCG. Someone uh, down. The, the goo squad versus the jizz moppers. Jesus. <laughs> Clean up on IL5. <laughs> I think Hawthorne... Hawthorne will have too much goo for Sydney to handle, and the goo will overflow, Sir Hawthorne, by 20 points. My cup of goo runneth over. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob, goo. Olé, olé, olé. Who am I going to go for? Um, uh, Hawthorne, NL tells me. So, no, Sydney. I'm going for Sydney because I'm not <laughs> listening to him. Sydney by 25. The winner is Sydney. Well, thank you for your well-thought-out tip, uh, Hawthorne Lights. And I have to say I, I agree and think we'll uh, think we'll win. It would be a good bukake for all this game. <laughs> Chappie's going to lose it now. So, sorry, Chappie. I'm tipping Hawthorne. <laughs> My bad. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> Where are you going? Oh. <laughs> I'm leaning on you. North goes, the North bandwagon goes down, and Northern Lights jumps on the Hawth bandwagon. <laughs> this, this just in, uh, Bosk has just PM'd me to let me know that uh, 
NL is now number seven in the uh, <laughs> top ten. <laughs> Morgs, you're down to tenth. Oh, fuck you, cunt. Well, next game, we have at, well, Subiaco, we have got Fremantle versus Geelong. I've got corporate box seats to this, and I reckon Geelong will continue to slide and Fremantle will win by 30. Do you have free brews for that game? Yeah, I do. Well, you better be getting drunk, mate. Geelong are going to fuck you hard. Where's uh, where's my invite, Jose? I only got one seat, man. That's alright, you can sit on Peter's lap. <laughs> Talk about the first thing. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have much clout in my financial planning firm, so I can't well, go for no. it. To be fair, like you can you can stand on my head and like together with the size of like, one normal person, you know, because I'm 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 five foot nine and you're about six inches tall, so together we're six three. Just have to do large trench coat. Oh, no difference. I reckon that Penal might own a large trench coat. <laughs> Define large. Oh, oh, yeah. Just a long, a, a long, yeah, a long exhibitionist trench coat. <laughs> well, I, I do own a trench coat, but I do wear stuff underneath it, if that's what you're insinuating. Well, that's no fun. Yeah, a tie. <laughs> a tie! <laughs> <laughs> and budgie smugglers. <laughs> Are they yeah, red? I, I used to work for uh, Tony Abbott in his... Uh... <laughs> and that was your uniform? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's corporate attire, so make sure you wear a tie. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't tip um, Geelong. <laughs> and Al, what's your tip? Um, Freo for me. Number oh, two in that purple goose squad. And Al, <laughs> <laughs> he just really wants to piss off Chubby. <laughs> no, I just realised I've, I've tipped against Chubby's two teams. <laughs> what Geelong and anyone that plays Hawthorn? Yeah, or, or, or Geelong and Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have, to, we'll have to see if the uh, Geelong uh, supporters wearing the Sydney avatars makes a comeback this week. <laughs> anyway, uh, next game we have got Richmond versus Essendon at the MCG. and Well, oh, it's peak Richmond to fuck this up and lose. Yeah, I'm feeling the same way, but I'm just going to tip them to win. This is a trap game. <laughs> like, you don't know if Richmond's going to disappoint and be awful or they're going to blow the bombers away by about 20 goals. But yeah, I tip Richmond. Um, oh. where is it? Uh, MCG. Uh, uh, Richmond. Yeah, gotta gotta go with Richmond. I assume that means yeah. Richmond then now. Yeah, Tigers. All right. Next, That's we have gone. got. Well, we got North Melbourne versus Port Adelaide at Eddie Had. Port Adelaide will puff, 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 and they're shit, shit, shit. So North, we're gonna smash them. Yeah, I feel like, I, f- I feel like with the way North are going, for them to win, they need Goldstein to kick five, because that's where Port's biggest weakness is, is in the ruck and uh, key defence. So I think this this is set up for Port to win, but I think North will win if Goldstein has a big game. North will win. Port just puff, puff, puff. That's what they do. They're no good. Um, North, North, North. Right, next game at. Oh fuck! I don't even know. Western Bulldogs have sold their soul for money. Uh, Bulldogs cans, right? I think. Gold Coast in cans, yeah. So it, it might be a return to the uh, the good old days of lulls at a team that loses to cans, uh, loses to Gold Coast in cans. Remembering the, of course, Richmond's first couple of years there with Carmichael and that. You need a geography lesson, Carl. 
I reckon um, Doggies will win this one to run all over Gold Coast like they've done any other team that don't have any good players. Yeah. Gold Coast. If, if Gold Coast. If Gold Coast had Ablett and Riscatelli, I'd maybe give them a chance, but Dogs easily. Yeah, Dogs. I, I tip the Dogs and I hope for some kind of twister, I don't know, tornado, something, any kind of tropical storm to take them out on the way home. Oh, look, Bulldogs, I made a joke. Grab me a river, you bitches. At least you're being merciful this week because you, you would probably drop the bomb on the Fremantle-Geelong game. Yeah, well, I'm not dropping bombs. I'm just wishing for fucking natural disasters this week. If there was a god, there needs to be an act of god. Well, talking about natural disasters, Collingwood would have to go to the natural disaster city of Adelaide and hmm. to face the crows. And the city of churches. Adelaide is just a man-made disaster. Nothing natural about anything there. Adelaide yeah. will win about about eighty points. So Adelaide. They don't lose in South Australia to front-running midfields. Sorry, Morgs. Well, you're a dickhead, so no one cares what you say. Collingwood will win. This bandwagon might be empty now, but next week you'll all be wanting to jump on. And I'm not letting you. Fuck off. This is a two-man wagon. Me and NL, we're going to the finals. It'll be all hashtag Jose was right. No one cares... Rory Sloan. How can you how can well. you tip against Rory Morgs? Um, because sometimes in life you've got to put you think with your head and not your heart. So sorry, Rory, but um, I'll, I'll enjoy watching you bend over and take it from us. Poor Rory. And just for that, I'm going to say Adelaide to win by a point. Uh, goal after the siren from Rory. Uh, after after Brayden Maynard gives away a stupid free kick for abusing the umpire. Oh, seriously. I Actually, I'm changing. I've got tears for the match review panel who only gave him a fine and didn't suspend him. You fucking bastards. And bastards. you know what would be better? The dog that you know Rory has, Rory's dog will come on the pitch and he'll give it a pat after kicking a goal. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. But... I, hope Ham- I hope Hamish isn't commentating that game. He'd fucking run it over. That <laughs> <laughs> has to be Rory Sloan to win for Adelaide. Good we old will, Rory. We will win the game after the siren, and then there'll be another right in front of me moment. <laughs> we go to the Rory Sloan Field Good Lounge afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Morg, and we'll Morgs has deserted the uh, Feel Good Lounge for the Hawthorne Goose Squad. Apparently, I'll invite Rory to celebrate with us in the Feel Good Lounge. He can be our token nice guy. How could you say, what if a Rory's sad there? See that sad face? That'd be heartbreaking. Oh, uh, it wouldn't last long. Yeah, Rory probably would just have a drink and be happy. No, he'd just pat himself on the tummy and move on. <laughs> Alright, well, next game is probably matched around in terms of how big fuck-ups can occur, but we have Carlton versus West Coast at the MCG. Hmm. Oh, it's like, who could fuck it up less? Yeah. Um, I'd say West Coast. West Coke by about thirty points. Josh Kennedy only kicked two goals. I think I think West Coast have already proven they can beat bad teams away from home, so they'll yeah. win. Yeah, West Coast Kennedy to outscore Carlton. Uh yeah, I like I like that. West Coast, please. 
I'll go for Carlton. Oh, West Coast coming off their grand final. They'll be a bit flat. Old contrary lights <laughs> over here. To the West it oh, it wasn't even... Yeah, well, speaking of West Coast fucking grand final, the, their supporters oh, have disappointed me because they didn't even do Brad Scott week with the avatars. Oh, don't they know it's their grand final? Just, uh, calm down, Smasher. <laughs> calm down, Smasher. <laughs> oh... No, late dishonourable mention for fucking Tiger Man 22 for <laughs> Vlog of the Week. What did he do? Well, he's a guy who always writes LMAO. Oh. <laughs> My team just got smashed by 100 points. LAMO. Anyway, moving on, next game, we have St Kilda versus Melbourne at Etihad Stadium, and it's at Etihad, so St Kilda will win. St Kilda. Melbourne have travelled too much and they have to travel again. Poor bastards. I I have to disagree. Melbourne will win. Jesse Hogan to kick five. Yeah, Hogan kicked fucking seven last time, and we still won by 30 points. So, Maybe. yeah, that was that was their last game at Etihad, right? They still haven't broken the Etihad duck? Yeah, they've won... They haven't. They've only won one game there. That was against GWS. Shit, Saints for me. GW no. Saints. And probably the game that matters least in this round. We've got Brisbane versus Western Sydney at the Gabba. GW yes to win by about forty points. Toby Green to twenty and three. Yeah. GWS yes by lots and lots of goals. If there was ever a time where he was going to 60 and 6, this could be it. Or, no, he needs 40 and 6. He could do that. 40 and 6 for Toby Green. And I think that GWS will win by 100. GWS, 80. If he does the 40 and 6, we'll bump up the uh, typical West Horsham shit fight for him. Well, they'll be melting. Why didn't we... Fucking Green is so punchable. Like I should yep. start a thread called "Why didn't Luke Hodge snipe Toby Green ahead of Chad Wingard?" <laughs> yeah. uh, I think Toby enjoys doing the punching more than being punched. Well, I think he's wearing invisibility. He's just, he's just, he's just another fucking Mitch Clark can can dish it out, but can't take it. So, all right, this was the uh, vlogcast for round seventeen. Hosting is Mr. Moral Victory Cookie. Joining us is Jose. See ya. Penal or Brain Power. Au revoir. And we have the combination of star midfielder Morgs and, well, Guy Who Shepherds. Super Sub. Super Sub Northern Lights. See ya. Bye, guys. And thank you for listening. <laughs>